Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. Uh, this is a fun one. I sat down with uh, Sean McDaniel and Ben Hammond. Sean is the director and Ben is the writer of an amazing web series called My Death Co. on YouTube. And if you're listening to this, you should turn this off and go watch it. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. But uh, six-part web series uh, starring John Huck, who's just an incredible comic, and uh, just crushes it in this in this web series it's really good it's beautifully shot it's beautifully written uh it's just it's great uh so i hope you check it out and i hope you enjoy uh my conversation with sean and ben i know i did so enjoy give me a minute to just gush okay because like i rewatched the show again uh in preparation for this you can have as much time as you want to gush, Matt. We're not going to stop Oh, you. man. It, it is so good. And watching it all in one shot, I mean, the the choices you made, the shots you guys chose, the words, the writing, the way it folds together. I mean, Huck is amazing. You know, the casting, like, he, he he's so perfect for that part. Like, there's so many things I want to like find out how you made so many of those choices in, in there. And like, uh, but like, it's so good, dude. So I, I, I can't say enough how excellent I think that series is from the very beginning. Like it's so good. And, thank you. Uh, yeah. So, thank you very much. Yeah. I don't think we'd get that same reaction without, without John Huck. Like he was absolutely the perfect person to play that character. So funny. Yeah, and we can tell you the whole story how we met and everything. Like Please it was, do. it's yeah. been a journey this whole this yeah. whole thing, and we still got lots more to go. But yeah, um, it's definitely been an adventure. Yeah, I, I want to hear about it. I mean, I'll put all the links and stuff in the show notes for people so they can get to it, um, and and all that stuff. I mean, honestly, it's been out for a while, like like two years, right? Was the first time? It, yeah, it was out. Right? I, I, yeah, it was. Um, it's yeah, it's been out a while, but we pulled it from the web for a little yeah, bit because yeah. we were we were working on deals and we didn't yeah. know how well that was going to play out if we had something we're trying to sell out for free already. Sure, sure. So you know, based on some feedback, we just went okay. Well, we were in some negotiations. We're talking with some folks, so we should probably just pull it. Yeah. And then um, you know, uh, COVID and and this and that. I was like, well, we should probably just put this out. Yeah, one of the years so, doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't make it for no one to see it. So we were like, let's put it out, let yeah. people watch it, hopefully get some yeah. new people uh, yeah. in there getting their eyes on it. So it's back. Yeah. yeah. It's it's honestly so good. Um, and and there's so much depth there to explore. So I, I got to imagine that, you know, it's not one of those things where uh, you're not thinking like, 
okay, so season two, it's like, this is big. Like, this could be really, really big and and so fun and so much to do. It's almost like um, the perfect thing in my mind where, like, when you think about doing a creative project that's really off the wall, um, cartoon is like, well, you can do anything in the cartoon world. There's no rules. Mm-hmm. You guys actually have that in the real world. It's so dope. Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, it's so cool. It's so yeah, cool. It's, it's to the point where trying to find the scope for what we want it to become eventually has gotten a little bit out of control. We've got a 60-minute pilot written. We've got a 30-minute pilot written. We've got ideas for, like, yeah, pretty much any any scenario that we could encounter. And anything ben, we've got, like, 10 different want. pilots yeah. written. We've got, like, so 20 much. different versions of this. It, it's almost <laughs> like working against us at this point because we've been working so hard to like, you know, because it is such an expansive idea. It's been hard to kind of hone it in to find out exactly what we want. But I think we're, we're definitely on the right track of what we're looking for. Um, Yeah. You know, so we can, we can, we can talk about that stuff as well. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, go in any direction you want. I mean, I, I, I have tons of questions about the actual, let's talk, let's focus on the show that's, that exists. So First. just to just to yeah. just to stop for just a second, are we uh, should we be recording right now? Oh yeah, go ahead. Are we I, already going? I've been recording from the start, Sean. Oh, I I did. I, you know, I figured it'd be like, hey, oh, it's Matt Neal's podcast. <laughs> All right, let me record. Real I think quick so I, can get you I think that's put in in post production. Yeah, we do that in post. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know. I've got a theme song. Everything. <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm actually recording. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'll be able to compare um, your right. direct feed to, to Zoom's feed and, uh, you know, layer them over each other and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. All good. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Go ahead. Um, um, oh, yeah. So let's, the so let's focus. One more time, please. Let's focus on the, on the show now and, and the one that's out that people can see. And, like, you know, what – talk about the origin of that. You said, yeah, it was really interesting, like, getting John, the whole – just go. Just whatever. I, I, I want to hear the whole thing. I'm, I'm – I'm in. Um, all right. Well, uh, this idea kind of stemmed from, um, goes pretty far back. We started, um, well, Ben, you start (laughs) trying to remember like even what year it was. Uh, but Sean and I were, uh, both working at the Apple store, Mm -hmm. uh, at the Beverly center. And Sean came to me with an idea. We had just gotten to talking one day, found out he was filmmaker. I was, uh, out in LA, doing the screenwriting thing. Um, he came to me with the idea of like just a, a grim reaper. Um, I forget like exactly where you were at with the idea at the time. Um, okay. Well, but, I, at the time we, it was just kind of a seed of an idea. It was just like kind of this guy that walks around, he's deaf and he hates everybody. And uh, I just imagine these little moments where he's just flipping people off, but nobody can see him. And um, <laughs> I knew we, I wanted I knew I wanted him to work for like a company, uh, but we weren't really sure what the company was. And I had talked to a few other like, you know, uh, folks and got some ideas and I tried to get some other writers on board. And uh, um, basically our manager at, uh, at Apple connected us together. We did the classic, you know, producer, take out the writer, pitch the yeah, idea. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a week, uh, a couple of weeks later, Ben sent me a, an incredible uh, short Cause as I mentioned, we were going to try and make that into, um, you know, as like the pitch for the, uh, for the show. Yeah. And, uh, he, he hit on so many incredible points on that script, uh, on the relationship that death 
has with the, you know, with his hits or with his victims, um, you know, or the people that are, or we call them now mortality meetings. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was a great exchange (laughs) he had back and forth and it, and it really hit on the notes and uh, I was super impressed. I actually was reading the script while I was at Disneyland and uh, I just got super excited and I just, you know, I think the hardest thing is to get pages out of a lot of writers. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, there's a lot of writers, but it's hard to get pages out of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. when I got these, it was just like from there on out, you know, we worked yeah. on revisions and we found a, a through line to like, keep it going and keep it moving. Was the first short, the whole web series with all the encounters or some version of what one web, what one episode would become. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you write the whole series or one episode? Yeah, it was actually totally different. I think the, the original short was basically about, um, Sam, the Grim Reaper being on a mortality meeting, but letting, letting the person live. And then Mm. things kind of spiraled out of control from there. Um, And then from there, we kind of, we were like, all right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to shoot this ourselves. We kind of want to shoot it ourselves. We want to at least have a proof of concept. And that's when we started whittling it down to what you see Mm -hmm. in the web series. Um, We were like, we don't need, as a proof of concept, I don't know that we necessarily need the entire story around it. But if we can just show these little bits of these mortality meetings, we're going to be able Mm -hmm. to get across what we want to get across and kind of show the heart and the comedy and all that stuff that uh, hopefully comes across in the web series. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, I think episode four was mm-hmm. it was the first one that we shot. Mm-hmm. Um, episode four. Yeah. So we uh-huh. we had that one and we shot that one and we were like, okay, we should do more of these. These are not just cool for a proof of concept, but they're really fun to make. Um, and this yeah. character is definitely one that we can do a ton of stuff with. Because originally Which the idea four? was supposed to be be a feature we're supposed to make into a film and then it just kind of we did this little short these little short subjects and then yeah as ben was saying it just kind of turned into this kind of series and then now it's gonna you know we're pushing it as a series yeah and like you mentioned before there's just so many different directions you can take it that we're like a feature wouldn't really do this justice we wouldn't be able to explore everything that we want to explore we wouldn't be able to uh, bring in all the characters that we want to bring in um, and that's kind of when yeah. we landed on. I think this is a, a show and not so much a feature. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because it's so vast, and you have so much backstory to go after if you want to later. Because the more invested in Sam you are, the more you want to see how he got there. You know, uh, it's so dope. It's so cool. Um, so the first one was the drinker. So you shot the drinker first. Yep. Yeah, yeah, fun fact, we actually shot all of the episodes out of order. Like, we shot four, huh. and then we shot uh, one, one yeah. and then three, two, uh, five, and four. There's also a, uh, I don't even know if it's up on YouTube, Sean, the first little proof of concept we shot that was shot at the same It's spot. on Vimeo, actually. Yeah, we have an actual original proof of concept, which we actually had Sam's backstory as a as a Western like cowboy. We thought he was going to die back in the you know uh, Western old West days, and then uh, yeah. kind of be this modern, you know, live in this modern world. So we had him kind of in this cowboy gear, and he had actually a, a full size scythe. Um, and we shot this concept thing out uh, in uh, Santa Clarita. That's cool. That's cool. Well, that that I mean. 
you can still do that. That's what I was saying earlier about like you have cartoon in real life. Anything can happen. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, that is extraordinary. So like, what is, I imagine, like I said, we lost a year here for all intents and purposes. Um, but like you take me through this from the beginning. So, so you, you, you get the idea, great script, you just keep going. And then at some point you decide we're shooting it and here's the order we're shooting it. And, you know, it was this after like trying to get people to buy into an idea. Did you fix a budget? Like how, how deep did your crew go? Like planning this is, is no small feat going from working at an Apple store. Um, at first we didn't have a budget. No, we had nothing. <laughs> we, a budget we, at were, all. <laughs> we were doing it off our, uh, off our own dime. So especially with, with episode four, with the drinker, we were like, where can we shoot that is going to be as close to free as possible? How yep. can we write an episode that has as few characters as possible so um, that we can kind of yep. plan budget around that? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the reason why that was the first episode that we wrote and shot. Um, and then from right. there, we threw a little bit more of our own money into it. Um, it was definitely like the the passion that we had for it. We were both like, don't mind dropping, yeah. dropping some of our money in here. Hopefully somebody yeah. does want to give us money eventually so we aren't bankrupting ourselves. Um, right. But it was totally worth it. And then eventually um, for episodes five and six, we did have uh, an investor come in and give us a little bit of a budget um, so that we mm-hmm. could kind of, I guess, ball out a little bit and uh, yeah. make them exactly how we wanted to. But Sean, you can probably talk a little bit more to that. Um, yeah, I mean, we kept we kept crew size fairly small, and I've been very fortunate to have um, some very very good friends uh, out here in, in Los Angeles uh, that help you know bring in gear. At least mm-hmm. for the few first episode, the drinker one, um, we had a friend of mine that uh, had us like a really nice cinema Sony camera, the FS7, mm-hmm. and uh, I rented a few lights. I used uh, ShareGrid. Uh, yep. You know, no plug here, but I mean, they were, yeah, they yeah. were great. They keep things super cheap. You can get insurance with it. And uh, yeah. so I was able to grab, kind of piece things together. But as far as crew, I mean, we had very, very small crew. It was myself, uh, the DP. I had a, a like kind of a camera AC. Um, obviously, John and, and the actor uh, that was in the scene, uh, as well as Cody is the bartender. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think maybe one other person that helped, or our sound person who uh, yeah. was a, a mutual uh, was a friend of somebody else that I that I knew. He hopped on, and eventually all of them pretty much stayed through the whole series. And what's the time span from wrapping up and and getting episode one like good to go? Then you decided <laughs> to do the others. Is is that what you said? Well, we did one episode four first, and we just right. we made that and put it together I mean. yeah, yeah, the yeah. best way we could. But then I think, I don't know how, at some point, I think we decided to make it a show at that point and do like a series. Because as Ben was saying, we were just going to do like each individual little thing. So the drinker was kind of the first one. But then I think, you know, uh, we thought about it and we're like, we should probably go back a little further and figure out how he got here. So then episode one started getting written and then yeah. we were like, okay, yeah. well, let's build up to this moment. So then we broke one, two, and three to get to four. And then we went right. from there. But we still shot them out of order. But um, Yeah, you knew the idea arc. Yeah. So once we did one, 
yeah, we needed to set up an arc. And that was exactly what, um, uh, cause I was working at Buzzfeed at the time and I had talked to, I had got some feedback from someone and, uh, I was talking about doing all these individual episodes, but the, the writer I was talking to, she said, uh, or I was getting feedback from, she said, just give them an arc and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you got a small series. So then, you know, talk with Ben, yeah. we went back to episode one and, uh, we went out and shot that right after probably, um, well, I mean, a, a few weeks later, uh, each episode yeah. we took, uh, we took about a day to shoot each episode, but man, right. to get to the next one, it probably took a couple months in between each one, just in between, you know, he and yeah. I both work full-time jobs and, uh, we don't have, you know, production cash just to throw around. So it was really just, yeah. uh, I think we could do it this weekend. Let's try and put it together yeah. and then just, yeah. Yeah. you know, roping the people in and, you know, Ben and I yeah. split the cost half and half and we just did it. I think it, I think at one point there was like eight months between shooting episodes, mm-hmm. maybe even wow. more between when we shot four and when we shot one. Um, but it was like, we were always itching. We were like, we gotta, we want to shoot something. We want to get this, get this out there um, and finding yeah. time a to shoot stuff B to have people hop on board and help out uh, as crew to, to get to the shoots. Um, and then like Sean said, between like the, the full-time jobs and doing all this, it's, it's tough to sync up sometimes. Um, yeah, but we're, we're trying to make it happen. Yeah. And, and so and you, you, you're in Chicago, you were saying, yep. right, Ben, is that full, t- that's where, that's your home. That's where you are all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was out in LA up until 2017, I think, um, okay. and then moved to Chicago then moved to New York for a bit. And now I'm back in Chicago. Right on. Um, so it's, it's been a really good partnership between Sean and I, I don't know that there are many other people that, uh, that I could work with or that would want to work with me as I'm kind of hopping around the country and being a pain in yeah. the ass with time zone differences and things like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting working, um, working so remote. However, I think the world has actually kind mm-hmm. of joined us there. Um, yeah. we were, we were kind of the first ones to, to really start, I guess not the first ones, but we had some practice before COVID hit and everybody yeah. had to work remote. Um, yeah. so now, now it's right in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, your, your writing is, is, is excellent. Not only in the way that it, it kind of ties the story together so, so well, but the deep things you explore so quickly, <laughs> uh, with, with nuance is, is just unbelievable. The, the, the scene in, in the hospital, uh, the, the dance obviously is, is just one of the most elegant things I've ever seen. And, and the story, the, that story is just, just so good. Like, it's just so good. Um, so thank you for that. And, and man, just, I can't wait to see what else you come up with on, on this whole thing. You know, it's great. It's great. Thanks. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the dance. Cause I think that's the one thing from the original short that we had that, that mm. has made it into one of the episodes. Um, that was in there. I think that was, that was your idea, Sean, to have a, a little dance number in there. Um, but yeah, that was in the, the very first short that, that was written for my death co, um, which is a fun fact, man. It's, it's extremely touching. It's so, um, full of, uh, it's just awesome. And, and if people like, I literally want people to turn this off and watch that before it's just, it's just so good. So, um, what about, uh, like meeting well, let's, let's stay on this for a minute. Let, let's stay on the, the one at a time. You shoot them one at a time. 
Mm-hmm. How do you know when you're at the end of um, of it? You had written it to be six. We're going to wrap it at six. This is what it's going to feel like. And so you knew what the end felt like. So you guys had an end game kind of early on. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I for think this, we just, for this uh, web series, I we mean, just kind of went, like, yeah, let's make it six. <laughs> and then we just okay. went with six. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's chewable. It's by, you know, we keep the episode small. It's easy yeah. for people to watch. They can digest it super fast. And um, when you add it all up, it's basically a 30 minute pilot, you know, almost yeah. when you, if you piece them all together without the credits. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of it too is the budget and just kind of yeah. the, the money that we had. We were like, if we do any more than six, we're going to be poor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the amount of favors we got for this, uh, I just, I didn't want to stretch anything too thin. You know, we, we, yeah, we were extremely, and I, I, I say this with extreme like uh, appreciation, but we were extremely lucky in all of the stuff that we got for this shoot. Um, so I definitely don't like mm. stretching people too thin on things like yeah. that. Like, you know, like, let's just get in and get what we need and get out. Like, I don't want to yeah. over, overdo it. Yeah, I I, I got to believe you also, um, you know, like it's one thing to get a favor from people because they're capable of doing things to help you out. It's another when they have a skill that will make the thing that you're trying to make become real because it's so good. And and I got to think you guys got a lot of that too. I mean, you insane, know, like insane amount. Yep. Like yep. it was yep. just like the minute we showed people episode one, they were like, I'm in, we'll do another episode, you know? And then we had episode yeah. four to show. We're like, well, we got to get to this point. So we need to make two and three. And I mean, just, I mean, it was people skip work or they went half day or they did whatever to do what they could do. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we, we bet wherever we could to get people to get there. But at, at a certain point, it was super easy to get people on board. Yeah. It's, that's Testament, you know, like that's some justification and, and some, you know, uh, really, really build you up when you, when you're looking at it to, uh, keep going, I guess. And so now, um, cause I, when I talked to John about it, when it first came out, he was raving about the whole, the whole thing and your passion for the project and, and coming on board. And obviously, um, you know, we met through Indie, Indie's project with John. It's like mm-hmm. w- when you get the right people together, good things happen is kind of the way it starts to feel. And it it, it kind of breaks open that whole like m- bullshit myth of like, it's who you know. It's like, well, yes, it is who you know. And those people start to be good at things together. And, and we've seen that more now than ever, not just with COVID, but just the access to technology when people can shoot a really good thing with an iPhone and nobody's telling them what to do. It's pretty incredible, you know? So, uh, I I really love what you guys have done with the thing and it's, it's, it's inspiring. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, talk, talk a little bit about how those all kind of came together for you guys. Um, and, and how that's helping now and kind of what's next for, for, the show itself. And then I want to talk about the world a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, there's so much there to unload. Uh, I mean, as far as, I, I mean, do you mind reiterating that question a little bit? Well, let, let me, let me, let me, let me hone it in. Sorry. So, so 
you have this amazing thing. Everybody's coming on board. You have the story. You know it's good. You finish up. You're ready to go. You put it out there. Now what? You know, are, are you frustrated by waiting for next level things? Are you, are you excited? Like, like how's, how are you guys feeling now that, that you did the really hard part, which is the creation, and it's exemplary? So it's just like, okay, now let's keep the universe going here because we know we're on the right track, right? I feel yeah. like the, go ahead, Ben. For me, the interesting thing is like we, uh, we're still in that kind of creation phase. I don't think we've given, mm. us, given ourselves any downtime to get frustrated with it because we know that we can still make it better. Um, and COVID yeah. has really not necessarily thrown a wrench, but kind of made us pivot the direction that we're going in. Um, like I mentioned before, we had like a, a 60 minute pilot. Now we've got a 30 minute pilot that was mainly due to the fact that we were like, okay, we don't know how long this, this pandemic is right. going to last this 60 minute pilot that we have written is definitely not going to be able to be shot, um, mm-hmm. during, during COVID times. Um, so the 30 minute pilot was really kind of bred from the fact that we wanted to shoot something a little bit more succinct, something that would be easier to shoot no matter what was going on in the world. Um, yeah. and at the same time that we were kind of pivoting in that direction and rewriting that we were, uh, having some talks, um, with, with production companies and, and things like that. And I think that kind of kept us from getting too frustrated, hmm. um, which, which was good. And it kept us in that zone of, okay, we, we still need to be creating, we still need to be building on this. And just like has been mentioned a few times, the fact that there's so much that you can do with this idea like yeah. you just want to keep writing stuff. I I've worked on other projects in the past few years, but like Deathco has been one of the main things that I'm constantly thinking about and constantly writing about and constantly coming up with ideas for, um, yeah. which definitely helps with the frustration that can stem from not really knowing where it's going to go next. Yeah. Um, but just kind of taking that lead and being like, here's where we want it to go next is yeah. a little bit liberating from that, from that frustration. We're also yeah, extremely feel. cautious too, because uh, we want to yeah. make sure that you know we don't hand it off to something and we lose our creative control on it. You know, like we yeah. we're very good at. I mean, we're indie filmmakers here. Like we're we're really good at like making it work within a budget, within within reason. Like we don't we're not like creative monsters here, but we yeah. you know it's it's something we built we took a lot of time on and we don't want to just hand it off we want to find a deal that's going to work for us and work for them yeah. like we know it needs to make money we know it needs to you know like get broadcast we know that there's going to be studio involvement at some point so yeah we're not in a rush to make something that's garbage we want to make something that's really good and yeah. um so we're going to stick to that and if it takes longer to get there then fuck it who cares you know we're going to we're going to do it that yeah. way yeah. Um, it's been, it's been frustrating, but it also has been really nice because, you know, that hour long pilot that we wrote, you know, or that, you know, Ben wrote uh, a year ago, uh, I, we look back at it and we think it's a little dark and, you know, we, we were huh. able to like remold it and take some of those ideas and move them around and understand Sam a little bit more. And, you know, now we're, we're having weekly talks with, uh, you know, uh, with John involved now. And I think it's really yeah. helped. Mm. kind of expanded that writing even more. And oh, now we're getting great. back to the core of the idea, I think, which is, yeah. you know, Sam and the um, 
and the victims, you know, the mortality meetings. And I think that yeah. was something that, you know, we want to, we want to keep as a core I think that's what was really working in the, in the web show. You also just reminded me that uh, we, we kind of had to pivot off of the 60 minute pilot because one of the main uh, components of it was a pandemic. And when, oh, no when the actual pandemic hit, we were like, oh, I don't know uh, how this is going to be uh, received now that we're yeah. actually dealing with this in real life. It's a little bit too close to to the pocket. And nobody wants to watch stuff about a pandemic. Nobody wants to see any more things with people wearing masks. Like if it's a if it's a sitcom, yeah. it, it works because it's a it's a joke, but not not for this. We didn't want to include that in that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. You hit on a, a, a topic. uh and and it's it it's so I, I so appreciate talking to you guys because I'm kind of like at a spot right now with a project which is where you are before you started shooting, which is making some of these decisions for creative reasons, limiting the budget, and really thinking about it as a long, a long, a long project. And the timing doesn't matter as much as the product, right? Um, but it, it it's one of those things where with COVID, A, shooting is kind of a nightmare. B, people don't want to, I mean, I've heard anywhere from a third or more budget just for COVID things. I I do think people are going to not want to know about this and think about it anymore. Um, at the same time, there's also a weird element of like, to me anyway, and maybe it's regional, I don't know, but like seeing people together on TV is a little jarring for me right now too. Mm. Like seeing big crowds, like, Oh my God, you know, how did they shoot this commercial? You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so it's, it's, we're in the weirdest time, uh, you know, where like I could actually imagine a good death co episode about the pandemic with Sam, like getting angry at the officials who are fucking this up while he's in an overrun hospital. Like, John could pull that off very well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So it's interesting that he's joining in because he is so much a part of, of this that, and his, his comedic timing and his writing is so good that like, yeah, he's going to add really good depth to Uh, make this character. So, so good. Um, how did you, how did you find John? How did you come to, to cast John as, uh, as death? As uh, Sam, sorry. Um, it's actually kind of funny because um, when we originally were writing the story, uh, we had somebody else in mind originally for it, and we were going for uh, a name um, to kind of pitch it to, to like make the show with. Um, we were actually going for, should I say it, Ben? <laughs> I, for, I totally forgot about this until just now. And uh, yeah, if you want to, you can mention who it was. I mean, obviously we didn't go with it for the reason, but we were actually going for Louis C.K. Um, ah, to be okay. the death character, which we thought was going to be really well done. And so yeah. we were kind of keeping that in the back of our mind um, yeah. as we were going along. Uh, obviously now, you know, that's not going to work. Um <laughs> so we were kind of looking for that esque kind of character, that kind of person, because um, that's where the inspiration kind of came from. And uh, I went to, uh, I was actually going on a date and I went to this comedy club, uh, Bar Lubitsch, and they were doing a, like oh, yeah. a trivia night. There was a comedic mm-hmm. trivia night. And uh, 
I remember going there and everybody was on stage. They were doing their thing. And John Huck was up there and he was one of the panelists. And man, he was just cracking everybody up. He just had this like, you know, just total John Huck kind of talk and is, you know, ripping the jokes, just everybody's rolling. And I'm like, this guy is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, And I'm like, he'd be perfect for death. And I'm like, he's got to be busy. He's got to be doing stuff. I'm like this, it's going to be hard to get him. You know, (laughs) it's like, it's tough talking comedians to sometimes, sometimes. So uh, after the show, I went up to him and uh, I said, you know, I talked to him for a little bit and I said, Hey, are you, uh, are you working anything right now? Do you got anything going on? And he goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, would you be interested in, uh, you know, like talking about this, uh, this role? I have like, I need somebody to play death. And, um, he was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, we met up another day and it's actually funny when we called him to meet up, uh, he was like, who is this, which person, uh, I got a couple death things that people have brought me up for. And apparently he had got hit up by somebody else to do a death project. Although I think John's got it confused. I think he <laughs> thinks that we were somebody else, but I think it was the same person. He's like, well, those people never went through. So I'll talk to you guys. Um, he also, our, our main communication between me and John has always been texting. Um, and so he was in Chicago doing a show one time, uh, invited me to the show. Uh, yeah. Wife and I went to the show after the show. I was like, Hey man, that was fantastic. And he was like, uh, Thanks who are you again? <laughs> and I was like, dude, we've been texting all week. It's been, and he was like, Oh, that's right. But we don't see each other like face to face very often. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he just forgets. Listen, he is in demand. There are constantly people approaching him. Uh, he's, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the best man. I, Oh yeah. He, he's so funny. I, I met him through doing, uh, producing comedy shows and he would come out and do the shows and he would, and the show I produced was called Comedy Ahoy and it was at a shit bar in uh, uh, downtown uh, uh, Marina Del Rey. You know, um, it was, a, I mean, the bar was disgusting, like really disgusting, but one of the last disgusting dive bars in LA. Sounds great. Um, yeah, it, it sounds was fantastic. Perfect it was a place for comedy. It was unbelievable. We ran the show for five years wow. and it was like, there were, there were, you know, there were fights there was a mariachi band. It was a sports bar. So sometimes we would have to wait till the game was over. And depending who won was how drunk the bar was. It was madness. It was so fun. And John did the show a bunch and he actually met his wife at, at the show Wow, doing the show. Um, so we, we go back a ways and I just, he's just so, sharp and in that environment like you're saying you see him you're just like oh my god like it's it's not the easiest situation you know i i I don't know if i've seen i may have seen john once or twice in a proper comedy club um and it seems out of place he destroys i mean it's it's incredible but it to me i i've seen him so much and a lot of comics that i love and respect i've seen in the trenches of bar shows because that's what i produced and uh, it's just a different thing. You get a different like uh, view of the, of them as as writers and and thinkers and where their mind is at and how sharp they are. And like John and I'll sit and shoot the shit after a show about things for a long time. And and this show is one of the things that we would talk about. You know, while he was doing it, when it came out, and then uh, and then since then, now that he started his podcast and stuff, and it's just rewatching it again. I was like, man you know, casting directors 
would go their whole careers to try to find something this this perfect you know um it's so funny that louis ck was the inspiration like uh i can see that a little bit uh but yeah, yeah. good job good job so 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 then you you get him in he finally realizes who you are and now you're now you're shooting you know <laughs> well yeah well yeah now we're now we're moving along we uh we we were shooting that proof of concept uh, out in santa Clarita. And that was when we first first started it, um, and then from there, I think we didn't even show that right away. That was just kind yeah. of something we wanted to keep for. We didn't put it on the web or anything like that. We just wanted it yeah. as like a a test or something like that to see, you know, who we could show it to to like go to the next. Per, you know, but that was supposed to be the short, like the the hit, yeah. you know, well, and that was going to be what we were going to use, but. I, I think we were using happened. it for a kick. We were going to use it for a Kickstarter video. That's right. Mm. That's okay, why that's we right. shot it was for for a Kickstarter. And I, going back to John again, I still compare like every interaction I have with other comedians to John on that set, on the set of that Kickstarter video. I just remember him sitting in like the makeup chair, and I've never laughed so hard in my life. Just as he's <laughs> sitting there, getting the the Grim Reaper makeup put on. He was just, it's like he's on all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we were, that was for a Kickstarter video. We wound up not actually uh, ever using it, not launching a oh, okay. Kickstarter um, and kind of going the the ultra indie route for the first few episodes instead. Why, why did you veer off Kickstarter? Just curious. Ben, do you want to answer that question? I don't even know that I remember. I think... You I were mean, always against the Kickstarter, I, though, yeah. and I and you had valid points. I totally get it, but yeah, you were always the one that was kind of like, "Oh man, but we need we need you know we need people already to buy in at certain amounts so we can make that money." And um, yeah. we just I, did, I, I had known people who had done Kickstarter, and mm-hmm. really from what I had heard was that if you don't already have a following or you don't already have at least like one or two large donors ready to go to donate right away to kind of give it that give other people that, that sense that, Oh, this is going to get funded, that it's really yeah. tough to get all that funding. Um, so that, yeah. that kind of pushed me away. I have in the past, like I have been in the music scene a little bit too, and had friends try to do Kickstarters there and seen them fail, uh, pretty hard. Um, and yeah. I, I just didn't want to launch that, have that go wrong and then have us be in a hole from the start. Um, yeah. Yeah, you didn't want us to be a failed uh, Kickstarter yeah. or a failed crowd campaign, and I, yeah. I I appreciate that. And I believed in I us. Think, I believed that we could do it without having to do that. Um, that together we could figure out how to how to do this for for a low budget but high quality, um, which I think we I think we achieved pretty well. Yeah. More yeah. so thanks to uh, to other people helping us out um, and and believing in us as well, but. Uh, yeah, I think in the end, not not doing the Kickstarter video was probably good. I think it challenged yeah. us more than anything. Yeah, I, I I feel like there's there's a mix because if you're if you need the Kickstarter to do the project at all, there's some psychological strangeness to that, where it's like I was gonna do this, but I need somebody else's funding. Whereas if it's like we did this we did everything we could possibly do. This is the last step. If you want to help, cause I contributed to some and there is kind of, but, but to your point, they were, they were, you know, more, well, some were bigger than others, but it's just like, 
there is a belonging to it on a larger scale for five bucks that is good too. You know, there's, there's this, there's everybody's in kind of feeling. Um, but I agree with you that it's like, if, if your life of doing it depends on the Kickstarter being successful, that feels a little weird. And also like you haven't done everything you could do before you got there. Does that, does that make sense? It's almost like now you could do a Kickstarter because you're like, look, we both put in our entire lives here. We're being told, I, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what would trigger such a thing, but like now that you have it, you're in control. So you don't really need anything at this point. But like if for some reason you needed to all of a sudden have a hundred grand to do something to take it to the next level, you could almost justify it now, but it's like, you don't need to do that now, which is brilliant. It's beautiful. Like it's a good thing to have come through that, you know? Um, cause people want to see that you've done everything you can. Now they can help as opposed to like charity kind of deal, I guess. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. We didn't just want to present storyboards and a script and go like, okay, well we want to, you know, like give us a hundred thousand dollars, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it's nice to have footage. It's nice to have um, uh, all that. But go ahead, Ben. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're good. Uh, I was just going to say, I don't know that they the first few episodes would have turned out as well as they did if we mm-hmm. had money to play with. I feel like part of the reason why they turned out so well is because we had to make decisions on exactly what shots we were going to take, exactly yeah. what, uh, how long the script was going to be, exactly what we wanted in there. Um, I kind of go back to reading Robert Rodriguez rebel without a crew mm-hmm. and how some of the best, uh, the best parts of, uh, is El Mariachi? I think, um, mm-hmm. he says in the book, he's like, we, we only t- made this shot because we had to like, yeah. we had one chance at this and it yeah. turned out so well because we, we wanted it to be, or we, we weren't thinking, Oh, if we mess up, we can do it again. We were thinking we have to get this right the right, first time. Right. And I think that with a very low budget that comes into play a lot where you're like, we, we have to make the right decision here instead of being able to be flexible and a little whimsical in the way that we do this, we're going to do it right the first time. And yeah. I think that's part of why those first few episodes um, turned out the way they did is because we, we kind of knew that this is our, this is our shot to do this. Yeah. We're going to make sure that it's uh, it's good. And that's why we chose like locations with very limited people. Like the episode one was just like in the middle of the desert. And, you know, I fortunately had a friend that had a big piece of land and, or she lived right next to a big piece of land. And she was like, nobody goes out there. So it shouldn't be a problem. And we found a great location and it was just two actors and it was super easy to just go out there and shoot. We didn't have to rent any lights. We didn't need any power. Uh, We did it with reflectors and uh, you know, we rented a, a dolly to, you know, to, Makes the shots nice and smooth and everything else was like handheld or on sticks, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> it reminds me cause I, f- I forgot about the episode, the first episode, uh, how it, it's just played so well. Like it's just such a neat idea. Like it's just such a neat idea that it's his first day of work. <laughs> he sucks at it. Uh, and you're like the whole time, literally the whole time, even though I'd seen it before, Spoiler alert! The whole time I'm I'm watching that episode, I'm like, yeah, how is she gonna die from a her legs hurt? This doesn't make any like I was I I couldn't remember. I was like, how does she die? And then I was like, ah, oh, that's so brilliant, it's so brilliant. It's just so so good. So that's Ben's was, uh, sick humor, 
you know, yeah. of uh, <laughs> having her in agony in the background. And, you know, uh, Sam's just kind of like, yeah, I guess I could have did that a little better. <laughs> so uh, the other thing that's really neat is like, um, well, the, the two, his brother thing was so good. I mean, it, it's just, it's so good. Like, do you think that if you, this is the one I wanted to ask you that I didn't put in, in there before. It was like, a, a kind of what would you do differently? And then B, if and when you, let's say when you have the opportunity to shoot this on a different level, say with a, a bigger budget, whatever the case may be as a series, um, will you revisit what's in the web series again? Like these were commercials for the episode of that or, or do you have, you, you must have, yeah, where just you guys go. I don't know. Well, I know we definitely are bringing back certain elements into that. Um, we've definitely played with the brother idea a bit, yep. and that's not off yeah. the table. I mean, it's definitely something we're talking about. Um, it's I very think, much on the table. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I was working on it last night, and it's very much on the table. <laughs> oh, this is new information. Okay, right? see how it happens, Matt. We just kind of like start <laughs> chatting, and then just things, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it just starts moving awesome. forward again. Um, but uh, yeah, we we definitely well now definitely going to be getting the brother in there. But Matt did such a great job, and those two worked really well together. Um, and it's actually funny. I was talking with John about um, who we got to the cast for that, and I was Matt like, McCarthy, oh, got, right? Uh, you know, I think I got Matt McCarthy. I, I met, I saw yeah. him at a comedy club, and yeah. I approached him, and you know, uh, we exchanged info. And then yeah. uh, I, we had a little meeting and he was in. So I talked to John and, and I said, oh, I got Matt McCarthy. And John's like, you got Matt McCarthy? Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Matt McCarthy's great. Oh, he's, yeah. He's he's exceptional. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, everything. Where What comedy club was that? Or what? where did you shoot the uh, comedy scene? Um, so we shot that at, uh, so it was a bar called Sycamore Tavern. And in the back of the area, there's like an upper floor and there was um, a comedy club, the Dojo Comedy Club. Okay. So up there, uh, I don't know who ran it at the time. I forgot. But um, Cody, who was the bartender in episode four, is a really good friend of mine. And she introduced me to the guy that runs that club. Okay. Uh, And it was kind of funny because we actually got that location for no cost. They let us shoot in there. Um, I don't think he understood the scope of what we did in that episode. Um, and I really liked that episode just because we had so many extras. Um, yeah. But what we actually did is we actually invited people to come to watch a real show, but then let them know right. that there'll also be an extra in an episode. So what we did was we invited, nice. I mean, a lot of them were, were, were friends, uh, but the rest were just kind of people that came because they liked the show or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we actually had comedians go up and do sets in between oh, when we brilliant. were leaving our takes. So we would move yeah. the camera around and do our shots and we'd get Matt up there, do his bit. And then when we want to change camera moves. We'll move him off, get a comedian up there, but we kept the show going and we shot that in just a few hours yeah. uh, to get all that coverage. But we shot yeah. all the big wides first so we can get all the people in. And then gradually yeah. as the night progressed, uh, you know, people start leaving and get, they get yeah. drunk yeah. and whatever. So they're not as interested <laughs> anymore, clapping a million times with the same fucking yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. we we did all the wides first and then worked our way into um, the the scene where it's just the two of them. And that was when everybody had left. We did oh, all the close-ups and, the, and, yeah. and such there. But um, 
So the next, I think a couple of days later, I went back to the club to thank the guy for letting us shoot there. And he's like, I didn't know you guys were doing all that. I thought you guys just wanted to shoot somebody's set. Like I didn't know you guys wanted to do a whole Oops. short. So we were able to pull it off, uh, you know, the best we could, but, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I really love the way that episode came out. I think we're yeah, onto something excellent. with that too. Having like comedians there between, between yeah. takes to keep the extras happy. I oh, think they loved it. That's what I was thinking. They loved yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. I've been to like Jimmy Fallon tapings or whatever, and it's boring 90% yeah. of the time. But I think yeah. it was, I think it was on uh, undateable. They would have like musical artists come in and play the theme song. And then in between oh, takes nice. have them play like little, like mini concerts. Um, yeah. You make it entertaining for people. You don't need, you know, uh, yeah, you're right. When you go to those shows, like they have the warm up comic, but it's hacky, you know, and then, and then, I mean, some of them are hacky. I mean, I think, I think Brody did that. Brody Stevens did that. I'm sure that wasn't hacky. That was probably amazing. But, um, you know, like those shows are crazy. Like when people come to LA and you go visit a show, it's like, well, you can't eat or pee for seven, eight hours, but you'll see some celebrities and eat some candy that a guy throws at you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's glamorous <laughs> as hell, you know, the time you do have to eat, all you can get is like subway from city walk which yeah. is not what you want to be eating on a day when you can't go to the bathroom yeah. for the next seven hours. Or they give you a box lunch with like a crappy sandwich and a cookie and a bag yeah. of shitty chips. You know, yeah, they really, they really treat the audience. like shit. <laughs> they do. They're pretty awful. I'm, I don't like having that experience. I like having a fun inviting set. I like keeping it open for people to collaborate and talk. Um, so I was very conscious about making sure everybody was entertained and the show kept moving. You know, we'd get our yeah. take, we'd get whatever shot we needed. Then we move our camera immediately. I had a host go up. Kenny was awesome. He was, uh, he ended up being an associate producer with us. So he helped us get a ton of locations and actors. He was um, in episode two as well. The he was in, boy. yeah, he was the pool guy. Oh, okay. In Sexy pool boy. <laughs> Um, oh, dude, that's so but funny. yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we, we definitely wanted to keep that kind of environment. We had full food service going, we had drinks going, I mean, they had to pay for it, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we, we definitely made sure everybody had whatever they needed at their fingertips and we let that's them great. go to the bathroom too. Right, Sean? Uh, no, 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 no bathroom for seven breaks. hours. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a luxury, you know, <laughs> keeps them on their toes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. Just dancing around. So, so, so the subject matter for the bigger, the bigger, uh, project is on the table. That's cool. I, I think, I think a lot of times people see if you agree, like a lot of times, um, artists, comedians, musicians kind of get wrapped around the axle a little bit in thinking that once they lay something down, they can't do it again. Musicians obviously play the same song over and over again, but like they very rarely record a version of the same song over and over again, which I think is sort of a miss as being a, a, magi- a musician myself. Like we have the version that you recorded in the studio and back in the day to your point earlier about it costs money to record. So you got to do a good job. You have to be rehearsed. You're getting two takes at this and this is what it's going to be because we don't have any more money. Mm-hmm. So there is something to that capturing of the, of, of the moment. But um, you know, the idea being that you, you go through these, these pockets of creativity and then you can't redo them is kind of crazy because it doesn't mean everybody's seen it already. If they've seen it already and liked it, they're going to appreciate that you revisited it, improved on it, changed it, whatever the case may be. Um, 
it's kind of interesting that 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 we could see that what I, what we saw was version 1.0 of this project and version 2.0 is going to be so much it's going to be so much cooler uh and and you know along the same vein i wouldn't be upset if i if you shot the hiker scene again you know what i mean but you had different things around you, you know what i'm saying like it, just recording it once doesn't mean you can't do it again i guess is the is the way no, I would so, totally cool. like the bar scene, uh, the drinker episode four. I would absolutely, I have so many different ways I would shoot that now. I'd have so much more people at the bar. I would make it so much more intimate. And and, and yeah. I, I definitely would have, have uh, frankly, be a little more, a little more drunk. Uh, I would definitely, I would do a lot. I would definitely change the look and aesthetic of it, uh, but still keep the core of the story there. Um, the yeah. hiker would be fun too. Um I think the biggest thing that I regret in that episode is we never went back later in the year when it was um, all green because those hills are all dead grass, but a certain time of year, all those hills are green. And I would have loved if we went back at the end of this, of the, of the series of the web show while it was all green and beautiful and actually had the, the bones and the skeleton of, uh, of the, Hmm. of the person that, that died there. And he's kind of like, giving her her closure a little late, but he's, you know, following through, like that would have been a really nice arc, like having all the dead grass and that live tree in episode one, and then go back later with everything green and beautiful that he's grown and he's changed and he's going back to that moment. Um, Yeah. That's one. I I think that's one regret out of anything I'd have. Episode, episode six does take place in the the same same spot as episode one. Um, definitely. And the Kickstarter backdrop. Yeah. And the Kickstarter video all in the same spot. Um, definitely a different backdrop for episode six than episode one, but they, they do take place in the same area. Huh? Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. It's, it's, there's like these weird paradoxes in it that are, that are really fascinating and that he, he sometimes seems to be the cause of their death, even though that's impossible. Um, so I'm sure that messes with his head <laughs> a little bit, uh, you know. Um, yeah, you, you, there's so there's so much because um, what you know what what happens when it's over? Does he meet those people? Like, there's just it's. Uh, it's We're endless. playing with all that stuff. Yeah, like yep. all these questions. Like, I mean, it's it's. I got to tell you, it's crazy having a project like this and having the amount of people input their ideas. Like you always get somebody that's got an idea, but we literally had people like write a, a script and give it to us of what oh, an wow. episode would, would be. And when, you know, at different festivals we go to like, you know, conversations at the bar, like, oh man, this is like a whole expansive world. You can go with this and you can try that. There yeah. can be all these other departments and da da da. And yeah. so, I mean, we're, we're definitely oh, yeah. taking in all that feedback and at my death co how we can make that work like yeah we haven't seen the company yet we've only seen yeah. janet right uh yeah janice we've only seen her janice, uh janice. those still time but we we touched death co a little bit on the last episode but when he's in honestly, the office we didn't know we don't really know what it's supposed to look like you know like we just i just was like well it needs to be like a really bland office environment and yeah. we shot everything Where at that sp- low angle because that entire room first of all there's the only location we get for free that was like a nice looking somewhat office. Actually, it was a very nice office, but from what it looks like on the low angles, it doesn't look that way. But the whole freaking room is windows. So like everything's got a reflection. So most of those Ah. shots had to be done at a low angle. Um, 
or, uh, you know, directly over the shoulder. I think there was only a couple of shots we could really work mm. in there. And that's after yeah. we had shot the dance scene that day. So we were, we, we had, oh, we had, that was the yeah. longest day of death go history. I, I usually try and keep them, uh, under eight hours, uh, yeah. cause crew and stuff are there. I don't like keeping people there for too long. This was the longest day that we had though. Yeah. Um, I think that definitely goes back to retreading on the ideas. Um, that's one situation where like, I think when we go back to that, it's going to be amazing to hopefully fingers crossed, have a budget for that office and exactly what it yeah. looks like. Um, and yeah. like what we've been kind of picturing in our heads, having that come to life on screen. I think other ideas are, you definitely have to be careful when you go back to kind of retreading on those ideas. Like you were mentioning yeah. with music, there are a few artists that I, I listen to who, uh, have written this song. That's awesome. It kind of catapults them up to to being a known name, and then like an album or two later, they're like, "Let's re-record this because this was the song that got us big. Now we actually have a following. Maybe this will be yeah. our radio hit as well." And when they yeah. re-record it with the better production, it kind of loses some of that charm and it loses yeah. a little bit of that intimacy. Um, yeah. And so I yeah. think as we go back and we retread and go back to some of these ideas, we're just gonna have to be careful that we're yeah. not we're not overdoing it with the production and we remember kind of what made it connect with people in the first place and make yeah. sure that that stays in there. Cause I think it would be really easy for someone to be like, Hey, you guys have a multi-million dollar budget. Let's remake yeah. that, uh, that scene from episode one. And we have like yeah. wind up with CGI mountain lions or something yeah. that, uh, that yeah. attack. Yeah. And not it's like, do this that. does not, this does not look good. Um, yeah, you can only, you can only retread for the right reasons. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, like if we had money, we would have done this this way. And that's why we have to redo it. Not, Hey, this worked. Let's do this again. Yeah. To your point, like the Jar Jar Binks version. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you were kind of, well, not kind of, you were extremely ahead of your time, although much more, uh, uh, blatant about it with the, the, the episode, uh, with, for basically black lives matter. And, and, uh, you know, the, the closing episode was, was extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, that was a very tough day. Um, and we made sure it was a tough episode in general. Um, cause we knew we wanted to touch on that subject. Uh, yeah. and we, we definitely wanted to make sure we represented it appropriately and accurately. So we definitely consulted uh, Tristan, who is a is a great friend of ours. Uh, we definitely consulted with him to make sure that we're we're reaching the tone properly and we're representing yeah. it properly. I mean, look, we're yeah. two white dudes bringing up this story, but I think it's important for us to acknowledge what is happening out there in the in the only way we know how to do it. And it's like, you know, each side's got an opportunity. Let me word this right. We just want to make sure we represented it properly. And we, we really, yeah. that was, Ben wrote that like a year before we even shot it. So yeah, yeah. it, it took us time to like get to that point. It was a tough episode to shoot though. I, yeah. I was yeah. definitely pulling my hair out most of that day. I, I wrote it and I was like, Sean, I think this is good, but there's no way we're going to shoot this unless we, we have somebody who is impacted by, by this sort of thing take a look at it, tell us that we're on the right track. And so we met up with Tristan. I was, I was on like a business trip to LA, Sean, Tristan and I all got together, went over it. Um, 
made sure that that what we were saying from our perspective was what um what Tristan felt needed to be said. Um yeah. and we definitely made a few edits from there after talking to him. Um yeah. but I think that's the the biggest thing is like I, I I was like I can't write this by myself. I don't feel like I have the right to write this by myself. Um yeah. so that was when when we were like, yeah, we gotta have Tristan involved. Tristan had also actually worked with us at the Apple store. Uh, which is kind of oh, crazy wow. looking back now. Like Tristan's <laughs> got bigger on BET. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's been in a, a few different Insecure things. Insecure on yeah. HBO. Like, oh, and, wow. I mean, even back when we worked at the Apple store, it was like, yeah, this dude is a star. Like yeah, he's, he's great. insanely talented. Um, and he's so, he's so down to earth. He's so yeah. friendly. Uh, he's incredibly, uh, he's just an incredible person. Love that guy. Yeah. We love you, Tristan. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, so we were, a, we were definitely glad he came in and helped us out on that episode yeah. and then also uh, was willing to be in it. Um, and I think his performance in that episode makes it like there are multiple people have been like, I was shaking watching that episode because the yeah. performances were so good. Yeah. It was extremely powerful. Everybody, everybody in it. And uh, yeah, it was, it, it was excellent. So yeah, in terms of, you know, revisiting things that I, I don't know if you need to revisit that, but um, maybe you do, and maybe people, more people need to see it too because it was uh, it was striking, you know. And I, and I definitely thought of it when George Floyd happened, and obviously that's in the in the news now, and and, and it's just like, yeah, there's there's definitely something wrong here. Yeah. Well, and the first thing that comes to your mind when that happens is like, oh, let's put out episode six and let's broadcast it. You know, it's like you you know, you want to be respectful and not tone deaf and just, you know, put it out to get gain on it. But I mean, we do think it's an important episode. We want people to watch it. Um, but I mean, it would have been incredibly inappropriate to do that. So um, it's, we definitely it's do want to touch on topics like this. Cause I mean, death yeah. is not discriminatory. Death is yeah. everybody. Um, so yeah, we are definitely going to touch on those topics uh, for sure yeah. uh, when we can. And uh humorize it when it's appropriate and make it serious when it is, you know, uh, yeah. necessary to do that. And that, I think that's kind of our, our main goal with this is for it to be funny and it to be a comedy, but also we want to say something that matters and we want to yeah. kind of use death code to, to hopefully make a difference um, and to bring yeah. to light any injustices that we see, any inequalities, things like that. Like that would be, the the perfect situation is to find a home for this where it's okay to do that. I mean, we're seeing it a little bit more all across TV right now. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, is is getting into uh, kind of injustice and inequality a little bit more, and it's great yeah. to see that. Yeah. Like, I love that people are are. I don't even want to say taking the chance because it shouldn't be viewed as taking a chance. It should just be viewed yeah. as like, yeah, this they're they're saying what needs to be said. Um, yeah but it's definitely good to see that that shows and movies and, and everything are, are really kind of hammering that in. Um, yeah. And it's interesting to see the reactions that, that fan bases have to things like yeah. that. You know, art can lead the culture yeah. in the right direction uh, always. Right. I mean, that's, that's the idea. Um, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You guys, you guys have done incredible work. It's super inspiring. And, and I just really thank you guys so much for, for, giving me the time to chat. It's been really awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm inspired. And, and so just, I, I love the work, man. And, and anything I can do to amplify it, make sure people see it and, uh, and follow what you guys are doing. Um, 
you know, the idea of having fans write, you know, ideas and stuff like that, that's huge. I mean, this is an engaged, it's like, it could be a really engaged, uh, project because you've delivered so beautifully on the vision itself that it's, it's a vehicle for, you know, the fans of, of this, <laughs> of my death go, you know, like you, you, it, it's almost like you've manifested it for real, you know, uh, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. I, I'm Thank you. so blown away by it and so thankful for your time to chat about it. I think people are going to be, you know, the, the, anybody who listens would be really excited to hear about it. And, uh, you know, anything uh, you wanted to plug or say or talk about or where people can find you, any of that kind of stuff? Um, I mean, mydeathco.com uh, will take you directly to uh, the list of episodes on YouTube um, we have an Instagram page, uh, although we, we've, we've been very light on our posting, um, this last year, just cause you know, we've been kind of in development stage and, you know, I think we're giving, uh, social media a little break cause we were pounded it pretty yeah. hard when we had our screening, yeah. but, yeah. um, yeah, so I, we're, we're, we're definitely, uh, coming back and we're going to come back full force. Um, we've got, uh, you know, we're working on our, 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 our new pilot, our new deck and everything. And we're, we're going to pitch it out hardcore, but we're going to keep it on YouTube. We want people yeah. to watch it. We want people to see it. So mydeathco.com takes you right to YouTube, check it out. And then uh, if you find us on Instagram, uh, my death Co series or at my death Co series, and um, you can uh, direct uh, DM us there. If you want uh, have any questions or, you know, or if you uh, know where you can get us to uh, some networks for some distro and uh, a deal <laughs> would be awesome. That's what we're looking for. Right on, right on. Yep. It's, it, this is so cool. Thank you guys for taking the time on a, on a beautiful Saturday morning. And uh, I appreciate you guys very much. I hope we can talk more and uh, maybe even as things progress, maybe have an update in a, in a couple months um, when, when we're in better position to shoot things and make things happen. Like it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. I'm excited for you guys. Thanks. Absolutely. Congratulations. Hopefully we do have uh, some updates coming up. That'd be great. Yeah, man. Always well, thank you guys for this. But uh, yeah, thank you for having us. And, uh, you know, whatever else you need from us, let us know. But uh, looking forward to talk to you again soon. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Sorry for the technical difficulties. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do this again. Very nice meeting you. All you good. Too. Same you here. Too. Have a good one. See Later. you, buddy. See you.
used to be. 